0: Greetings, and welcome to another episode of the FIFA 21 Skill Gap Podcast. I don't know why I called it that. It's just the Skill Gap Podcast. But this is uh, the first episode we're doing for FIFA 21. We're kind of resetting everything. If you're watching on Twitch, what up? If you are watching on YouTube, we just started this channel. And obviously, these links will now uh, follow on Spotify and iTunes. I'm setting everything up in the background. So there's plenty of ways you can listen Joining me as usual, if you guys uh, haven't seen the previous episodes, which you can go check out on my YouTube channel, they're there. My original YouTube channel is Persian. Persian, how's it going?
1: What up, man? What up, what up? How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good.
0: good. I'm good. I started uh, you know, this stream about an hour earlier, so I had a time to play a little bit of this game. And today, what I wanted to do, since it's the first uh, episode for FIFA 21, is kind of just break down mine and your thoughts uh, for the game, everything about it from menus to gameplay reactions of the community. And we might even delve into the whole 20 versus 21, even though I'm not a big fan of like comparing it to the previous game, it might be necessary as well because we do have some contrasting opinions on that. So I think the first thing I want to go on just to get it out of the way, since I kind of care of it the least, is the menus. And usually I wouldn't talk about it, but with how it is this year, I think we might as well. So, you know, you had quite interesting experiences with like the menus so far at the start, especially because you created a new account. What are your thoughts in general? And if you have anything you want to say about like uh, the menus and the off game, the non gameplay related FIFA 21 stuff.
1: I think if we take into account like what the rest of the people thought as well, I think everyone's pretty unanimous that the menus are pretty bad because it's laggy they're unresponsive you have to scroll through so many things to get to where you want to be and it's just all in all not a good experience because they the game freezes for me every now and then like i think two patches ago you would your game would blue screen when you went to compare price or some or something like that So all in all, I I think it's just really glitchy and buggy. And uh, still, even now, if you do an SBC, I think towards the end of it, uh, towards the end of the SBC, your whole PlayStation pretty much freezes up and like everything glitches through. Like, I don't don't know what's going on most of the time. So the menus, I don't know what they've done. And I don't really understand why they decide to change things if they don't know that it's better than the previous version. You know, why do you go about about it?
0: They're they're definitely awful. I don't think I've ever experienced this. like there's one thing with like delayness and slowness, but I'm I'm dropping frames this year. I've never seen that yeah. in my life. I drop frames when I when I when I you know get my rewards from elite squad battles or whatever it is. I literally drop frames. Now, at first I was like, is this like a next gen issue? Is this because this game is built with PS five in mind? Is the PS four dying when opening these rewards? I don't know, maybe, because I think we'd have to ask people who play on PC. So if you do play on PC, drop a comment or something. Is it is it dropping frames from you as well? Because if it isn't, maybe that's an option. Then we also have like a comment in the chat saying they do it on purpose to slow traders. I don't know. Do they do they really like care? That I mean, much? is
1: that an excuse even like uh, don't people that play on PS4 pay the same price as people that play on PS5? You should get a working product no?
0: Mm hmm absolutely i don't think
1: i don't think that's an excuse to be honest i i don't think it i don't think it's because of that because at that point well we'll get to that (laughs) in the rest of the podcast but if that's the case then the whole game is made for ps5 and that's why everything's like glitchy and buggy yeah yeah i don't i don't think i don't think that's a good excuse i think you should get a working product regardless and i get covid like made everything more difficult. But like, still, if you're getting, a, if you're asking a premium price, then you better fucking bring a previous game <laughs> or, yeah. yeah. There's like, there's this visual premium.
0: glitch that if you're in the play section, you can select. So, you know, you scroll left to right, but once you go right, you can't go left anymore. <laughs> it's just like tiny things that is just weird. I think yeah. one thing that I will mention, or sorry, what were you gonna say on that?
1: Uh, if you go to play, and you see like all those all those little icons in a row of squad battles and, and and squad building, they don't all fit in the same screen. I don't get why not. Like why don't they make those icons a bit smaller? Because you have to scroll through, and then you can't see what's at the start of the screen anymore. Yeah, like, yeah I don't. Which is why you can't I, go back then? Yeah, it's like what? Like what are they doing right now?
0: And if it's that big, at least it, it should work to where you can go back like
1: oh. the previous menus were so bad and they make this look or, or this makes that look really good like i don't understand how you can go backwards so far like it's it's like none of it's tested like it's like i can't imagine anyone sitting there testing this and thinking oh this is pretty good like no it's, one said it was good
0: it's uh it's the epitome of you don't know what you have until it's gone one yeah. main thing and pretty much my last thought on menus is, I included this in menus, is the rewards. Division one rewards, I don't know, but if you if you guys are in different divisions, let us know as well, like in the comments and stuff. But in division one last year, if you got rank one, you would get an ultimate pack and a mega, and that's still there for tradable rewards. Now for rank two in division one, you get two rare mega packs, which is awful. Not only, that's 120... No, no, that's 110k packs in value, whereas last year you got 125k packs. So not only is that the value less, but the whole point of a rare mega pack is that the the silver lining used to be you get squad finishes. That's not there anymore. And don't get me wrong. That's great. But like that that pack is useless now for a rank two. And you got limited games to play in division rivals. I'm most likely finishing rank two now uh, because uh, I'm playing against people with like Mbappes and stuff. So I can't win all like 25 out of 30 games. So I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know how they can like make that aspect of the game less rewarding. Yeah, we get more coins at the start and stuff, but like, who cares? Why would you take that away?
1: If, I don't know why they nerf. I, I genuinely. I mean, I know why they nerf rewards. I mean, I think I know why they nerf rewards, and I think it's because they simply just want you to spend more FIFA points and have less. Like, look at the milestones, right? Why are the milestones filled with, like, all these TFOs and all these stadium themes that literally no one cares about? Like, that should all be filled with coins, packs. Simple as that. If you grind, it's a milestone. You're supposed to be rewarded for it. If you grind towards 500 gold, you don't want to see a SBC badge that no one's going to put in there um, or or a gold badge that no one's going to put in their stadium. Like, I don't understand why this, why this is a thing. They just fill it with so much filler. You want to fill up your packs that way to sell, whatever, do whatever you want, but like at least reward people for the grind that they put in or whatever, whatever the hell you want to call it.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the game just came out and stuff. So we might sound a little harsh because it was four days in, but for, for a lot of these things that are there, they won't change. They're just there. And at best, They're just going to add more stuff, but like it really was disappointing to see that a lot of the stuff you do to grind, you just get like a a TIFO or something to add to like stadium customization where all we really want is like a means to get better players, aka packs.
1: It's because we We both do a road to glory as well, so we can't just go on and and slap on FIFA points. I mean, we can, (laughs) we just don't want to, to slap FIFA points to get packs. So there's those aspects like weigh very heavily for us.
0: They do. They definitely do. But, I mean, that's the menus, and at the end of the day, they can only take a game so far. The real the real deal is the gameplay, and in the past week... Like, I've only realized the game's barely been out, but, like, it feels like the game, to me, has been out for months because the amount of times I've been asked, what do you think about the gameplay, is, like, ungodly. And um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start, but, I mean, let's start... Let's start with finishing slash shooting, right? How, how do you how do you find this game? Just because we're gonna try and break it down piece by piece, and then as a whole, you know, we can I guess say our thoughts on that. But finishing and shooting, you hop on the game, you start scoring with your godly I don't know Korea. What what are your thoughts?
1: Korea, <laughs> I think finishing is in a better spot than it was last year, but I still think it needs work because. I think first post is still too too strong. Like I score a lot of go a lot of goals still at the first post when it shouldn't be the first post. But in general, I think it, finishing is way more consistent. Um, you have multiple ways to shoot. You can use power shots. You can use finesse shots. First post, second post. So I guess it's definitely in a better state than it was yet last year. That's probably one of the only like uh, things that I'm. Pretty satisfied with. I won't complain too much about that, to be honest.
0: I agree. I think uh, I I wrote down the same stuff. The ones v the one v ones are better just because of far post finishing being more viable. That alone just improves the situation. Although I do think, in a lot of times it it gets negated by goalkeeper movement. It's like it's even better than it was obviously that's not really finishing related but it, it impacts finishing so much because then people stop moving far posts the near post absurdities are going to come out more and more as the game progresses because people are going to get like players like son i just got my son and um i can't wait to back some near post like bangers at this point just to gather some clips because that is still way too viable but uh The fact that the bar was so low from last year says it all, I think. And all they had to do really was make Far Post just viable to improve the situation. Which brings us to something that I think in the whole might have actually gotten a whole lot worse because I put these two things together. I put passing and crossing together. Um, Personally, I thought the weight of the passes was like an improvement in the sense that the game feels like a lot more arcadey in the sense that there are moments where the ball will fly off the feet of your foot. Sometimes it's like powerless for no reasons, but that might have something to do with just through balls being broken. I know not mean you both tried semi and um, assisted. Assistance in general in the passes is nutty, which then goes back to something else, which is why it's so hard to like divide these things into into categories because that's also interception related but yeah in in a nutshell you can still make a lot of those stupid passes that you really should cut out in the middle of the of the park and passes that you make specifically after a directional run which we'll touch on later they're broken for me they're actually broken like the way the pass and the player lock onto each other in these runs, it's almost as if the game can't handle it. Like, you're all of a sudden doing these runs that never occurred, and triggering them from places that you've never been able to trigger them, which is a positive, but it's like the game can't can't put it all together and tie it all together, and you end up with these weird, all of it, like, super soft passes where if you had passed yeah. to someone that you didn't trigger, all of a sudden it's, like, crisp. So, it just feels awful for, for passing. And then crossing, I mean... I'll leave that one to you. Maybe.
1: What do you think about crossing? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the most broken thing. Like it's it's like we've gone back to FIFA 19 style. Like when people would alternate Tornado cross and, and and stuff like that. It's even more broken than that. To be honest, it's like a it's like you're shooting a missile at someone's head and, <laughs> 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 and he literally redirects it towards the goal. That's pretty much the best way I can I can describe it like that's i don't know how that made that like this is what i mean with testing and this is this is going to come back throughout the whole game like how how when they they basically said we want to make crossing more viable so obviously someone tested this right obviously someone did this cross and someone scored that way how did they think this was okay like especially like in pro clubs where we when we played last time it's like such a broken way to score that you could you couldn't miss like you can't miss those they always yeah. go
0: in yeah, yeah, yeah and it's funny cuz like they added heading being manual right so if you head the ball in not in these online modes the aim is up to you but then the volley is like absolutely pre- pinpoint perfect um but it also reminds me of this comment I got because in a video I said that statistically speaking headers were pretty close. My hypothesis was that the heading scoring stat was pretty close to real life in FIFA 20. Uh, and then someone's like, that's false. I scored one header in a hundred game. First of all, I doubt that you track that. Second of all, it's the overall like statistic of the whole game that I was talking about. You might never score a header because you never cross, but in the whole, if you look at division 10 to division one, and you look at all the games played, all the goals scored, and you look at the percentage of goals that come from headers, I felt like FIFA 20 was closer to real life stats than um, FIFA 19, where it was like crossing was the main thing. And the only thing for me they had to change was like, if you were a wide open header, like sure, that should probably like be a lot better. But in general, it was really good. Whereas now these contested headers are viable, these like far post wrapping at the speed of light is it, violent. It,
1: literally, it literally magnetizes towards people people's heads like you don't have to aim anything you just press cross and it just goes like it yeah. has nothing to do with anything it's not skill it's nothing you just press r1 and well circle or square or whatever button you use but i don't understand like it's it that needs to be patched if that's not patched like it's so broken
0: yeah it definitely needs and it ruined uh, just a bit of a tangent but like, it ruined the pro clubs for us that night i think we play... yeah we we
1: will, i'm not going back on pro clubs until they fix that i mean pro clubs has more issues because we'll de- we'll delve into that like other aspects of the game are pretty well not broken but like it's it's just not fun to play it's yeah. just not fun to play
0: and that's coming from us playing a lot of, you know, we just play a bunch of us, it was like six, five, six, seven, depends on the night of us, and we play and we try to go 100 and and just mess around um, but we can't we, we, we managed to do that last year in FIFA 20, right? As boring as it was, as annoying as it was, as repetitive as it was, the drag back into a scoop turn, blah 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 but defending on pro clubs it's like beyond broken because of the counter-attack crossing meta, but In terms of keepers, all I wrote down for keepers, (laughs) I just wrote down broken because I have never seen in any start of any FIFA, I'm not saying I've never seen more broken keepers because I have, but I've never seen keepers so stupid when they come out. I've gathered, I've already got like a few clips of me manually bringing out my keeper and he just forgets the ball. I've got clips of keepers diving and contorting their body away so the ball goes in.
1: I mean, have you had that? I mean, the best example I can give is I was playing with uh, Ethan, uh, one of our one of our friends, and he has the most – obviously, he's a pro player, so he's one of the most broken teams in the game. And all pretty much 80%, 90% of our goals, we conceded were a mistake from the goalkeeper, like an actual mistake, like the keeper smacking the ball back in front of the feet, like – just blatant, like, blatant mistakes. And the goalkeepers are absolutely broken. They they do nothing. They just... I I thought, based on that game, I, based on that series of games, I thought Allison was the worst keeper in the game. But I'm thinking, <laughs> there's more goalkeepers like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably. I think this one is... Uh, yeah, you should probably start here as the Pez master here. Because it's the dribbling one, right? And... I know you don't like dribbling too much.
1: I actually hate dribbling so much. It, they destroyed left stick dribbling, and I genuinely do not understand why. I, I'm 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 trying to understand why, because at the same time they brought in contextual dribbling, right? So yeah. they brought in for anyone that doesn't know, it's basically contextual dribbling. You can turn that on and on and off in your controller controller settings, right? Yeah. Or is it game settings? Either way, you can you can turn it on and off in your settings and what it does is it basically makes the AI decide when you should strafe dribble. So it in certain scenarios you'll just all of a sudden start um start strafe dribbling and it mixes up with your own dribbling. So it just makes the AI, AI takes decisions out of your hands and basically decide for you what's best. And which is where the game is going in general because if if you think um well there's a skill gap in left stick dribbling right if you if you if you're really good at left stick dribbling say someone like kurt is really good was really good at left stick dribbling because he's not allowed to play (laughs) anymore but he was really good at left stick dribbling and There's not a lot of people that can play that way. And if you take that out of people's hands and you put that all into, because now we're all forced to strafe dribble to actually create some space or either L1 or R1 or whatever buttons they use for that nowadays. So if you go towards that route where people have, or people nowadays, because I saw competitive players even play with contextual dribbling, even though we all have it off. But they had it on because they thought it was a good thing or it was broken or whatever. If you let the AI decide everything for you, so we can't have second man press because um, they don't want you to time, time the pressing anymore. We'll just put in team press. We'll just make you flip a switch. Now we can't left stick dribble anymore. We'll decide for you when to dribble. So it, it becomes, it's so catered towards the casual. It's, it's actually crazy to me. Yeah. I don't know why they, it's, it's i don't know why they go this direction i mean, I know why they go this direction, but like I just disagree with this heavily like heavily yeah, it's what very I, broken
0: what i wrote down i wrote, i wrote down pay to win as hell because I think it's true that like as you scale up with players, the dribbling feels a lot better uh, and we'll get into i'll ask you something about that like when we you know get over all of these topics, but even then. The dribbling is made into in a way that there's just windows of opportunities for you to, to just lose the ball. And it's like they want to nerf dribbling by making it something that's useful with better player, but at the same time, they want to make it easier for you to lose the ball. And, and maybe they're trying to do that to nerf possession hoarding. I don't understand R1 dribbling, which is like what we talked about, the contextual agile dribbling, and then strafe dribbling is still there. And I, I just don't like how skills are required to make turns. It's like it, they're not a tool anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't use the elastico mm-hmm. to add some flair. You need the elastico. Like last year, you needed the scoop turn to position yourself. I find that so annoying. And um it, it's like you don't want to have to be forced to do that, which is why the same way last year FIFA 20 the whole meta was like getting to the last third and you're not playing football anymore. You're just doing a series of skills to like move in semicircles and and just like, if you're watching the YouTube videos, my hands are going everywhere, but that's kind of like what you're doing. And I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Like, why would you, and, and this is just me hypothesizing that they did this to nerf the, possession, the but thing like is, the way to do it is so wrong. The
1: thing is they, they nerfed left stick dribbling and at the same time they nerfed jockeying. So you don't even notice it that much. If 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 it if you still had FIFA twenty jockeying, you wouldn't get away from a defender, right? No. Now. <laughs> no. In this situation, so that's how you know how bad this left stick dribbling is right now. Like I don't like. Also, when you put in contextual whatever it's called dribbling nowadays, you don't read. You don't. You can't read your opponent anymore. You have to read what the AI is gonna do. <laughs> Yeah. cuz they might come at you one direction and all of a sudden start strafe dribbling and you're like what the hell is happening like i just i don't know like why do they sit there and like discuss this and think this is a good idea and put this in the game like it's so catered towards casuals man it's it's crazy like blows if, my mind
0: if for, if it was up for me it would always be like left stick is always the the father of dribbling that you kind of master it's that, so basic know, you know, yeah
1: like why would you why would you take that out it's literally i press left i go left like and have that be responsive like i don't understand why that's why they took it out man. crazy yeah,
0: it's it's weird because they add it's almost like they want to feel more pes like and realistic but then they also have the speed of light crossing it's like dude yeah you know which one do you want
1: There's no there's no consistency in any other decision making because when it when it comes, we can we can like go into second man press now because this is this is what you this is your bread and butter. But like when it comes to second man press, they only look at the negatives, right? They don't. Take in; they don't take in the positives but when it comes to things like team press or contextual dribbling all these things all these decisions they make it's like they only see their positive i don't even know what the positives are but they only see their positives and they do not look at the glaring negatives they just ignore it and i don't understand like if you if you just blatantly say okay we're gonna make this game for casuals and this is our decision then our whatever we do is done we don't have anything to say at that point we can just say we disagree, right? But they also just try and make it seem it's for the health of the game, or they're trying to make a healthy game. And I don't agree with that. I don't think this is this is the way to make a healthy game. But hey, especially cool because
0: I would I would add that if our hypothesis is correct, and if they, it is to make it more cater to casuals, I would say that you're not even doing that because you know I think within the casual player base there's casuals who want a game that as soon as they start left stick, they feel good. And then there's True. some that don't True. like that's even assuming if left, if the casuals want bad left stick dribbling. So it, it would be interesting to see like, uh, what the majority of the player base would feel like. I, I feel like the old school cracked, uh, um, left stick would be a lot, a lot better. But yeah, that brings us to, to defending where we will like, obviously touch on second man press and, what i really noted down so far playing the game is that obviously like we mentioned jockeying is a lot worse because it has to be a lot worse if it was like last year it would it would be impossible to to dribble anywhere and defending would be extra extra op especially because tackling from the side of behind is insanely good again not sure why it is what it is i think tactics are overpowered as hell on the d-pad if you didn't know you can trigger team press which is not like last year but concepts essentially the same it just has a cooldown your mentalities defensive mentalities pressure press after possession loss press after heavy touch constant pressure drop back anything that's makes your ai do something is insanely overpowered and a lot of people say i get this a lot like oh but it's a lot harder mechanically to move your thumb to the d-pad and activate team press than holding r1 and i'm just like look dude like if we're th- going to base the skill gap just because it's inconvenient based on the design of a PS4 controller or Xbox controller to press that like what like that's and just dexterity uh, right there. <laughs> That's just because the controller is designed like ass like <laughs> there's no other reason that's the only thing also there's also something in art about skill gap like, something some sometimes skill gap can be, for example, in a FPS in, in on a PC, it's not hard to move your mouse, right, and click the shoot button. It's easy. Everyone who has a PC can click and move their mouse. The art is that even though it's easy to do, who can track his opponent the best when you're in FPS? Not a lot of people. Like sometimes the art is not in how hard it is to press a combination of buttons, but pressing the button. So second man press. It's easy to press R1, but the art is knowing when to do it, how to do it, with who to do it, and there is actually a lot of uh, of of uh, you could call it skill gap in the in just the pressing the buttons because you have to combine it with left with right stick switching. So there is, but like people think that just because it's harder to reach over to the arrow that adds to the skill gap. Like you've completely misunderstood misunderstood the skill gap there. And overall, for me, defending the only good things are. Uh certain scenarios from OP that were OP last year are a lot easier to defend. Specifically like in two formation two striker formations when people like <laughs> run at the defense and blocking shots manually is good, but obviously there's a major downside to that. Uh that I know th- you Oh no, it was it was Ethan who really dislikes that but yeah. What, what do you did think you, about
1: defending? Did, did did you see the clip on Twitter of yeah, Alphonso yeah. <laughs> stretching his leg up like a ballerina and basically taking the ball out of the air, like yeah, yeah, not, yeah. The AI blocks of are different, man. Like they're, <laughs> I mean, that also kind of shows the pay to win aspect because the the more expensive, I they've said this like the 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 higher defensive mentality or something something like that. Yeah, the the more broken the AI blocks get, but like. Damn that was crazy like I don't know like it's hard for viewers I, you don't have the clip right now but
0: I don't have the clip but essentially yeah. Van Dyke does a perfect split while standing up like a baller you know when ballerinas put their feet yeah. completely they reach their head that's yeah. where Van Dyke's foot reaches and he blocks a shot. With the tiptoe of his foot. Like it's just insane. And they didn't show that when they said they showed examples of higher awareness blocks. You know, they showed block like normal blocks. They didn't show the ballerina splits, which is Larry. But what do you what what are your thoughts on that? Like pick your poison. Are you would you rather that or would you rather um, finesses from thirty yards through the legs?
1: <laughs> I mean, that's an obvious question. <laughs> Anything with nutmeg but I don't think we should, we, should, we should have to choose, no?
0: Of course not, of course not. But like I, I'm just saying, if you did If I, to,
1: If I have to choose, like obviously, I, I just take this because I don't want... I'd rather just... Mm, I'd rather just not get nutmegged because I'll find a way around those defenders, but I won't find a way to stop the nutmeg. <laughs> yeah. There's no way.
0: Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. And that's why I'm so scared of nerfing it because for once... Uh, more than ever before, if you're in front of a shot, you block it. And I'm a big fan of that. Now, it goes without saying that I see Van Dyke doing the splits and blocking a shot. And I'm not throwing a party over it. I'm pissed, of course. But, like, I'm terrified because I know how balancing a game like FIFA goes. I know how nerfing certain things go. And if they take away blocking manually just to fix the splits of Van Dyke's Superman, I don't think... I'm personally happier after, but obviously in a perfect world, we don't have to choose between picking or poison.
1: But like what, what I don't understand is why, when they can make it like that, right? They can block the shots. Why are interception manual interceptions so bad? That, That has to be a like conscious decision, no?
0: You know why? Because you said manual. I'm thinking that Van Dyke clip where he does the splits to block a shot isn't selected by a person right i think that's just the ai of i think
1: i think even normal interceptions aren't that great i still see nutmegs like yeah i I just don't understand it's so so different man like i don't know i don't
0: know it must be that there's something coded into the passing that it's like we need to allow people to pass and if we don't they're going to be frustrated because They won't be able to against like a way better player. So I feel like there's just so much assistance in the past that it overrides like the shot assistance um, to like scary extents.
1: No, I agree with that. That's probably it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But I think the most important thing, and I've made a video about this, we've talked about this defensively, like the number one thing this game screams for is second man press. I think in the game, it's known as Second Man Contain, which already the name's wrong. It should be called Second Man Press. But if they don't add it, this game is without a shadow of doubt, a nightmare for me to play. Now, of course, not everyone plays in Division One and it it scales differently. But, you know, I am at the end of the day, like you, like anyone else, a part of the community. So from my perspective, my feedback is this game is not playable without it. The same way, you know, kids play on, on butchered fields, but a pro athlete in a stadium that has holes will complain more because it's their livelihood and like, no, this increases chances of injuries. But, you know, if you're at Reese's and you're seven, you don't care if you're playing on mud pitches, you know? So (laughs) everyone's got different standards. And by like my standards, I cannot physically play and defend without that feature. Um, What would you say to people who have, because there are a lot of people who frown upon that feature and say that we don't need more AI defending.
1: Take out team press.
0: Right, that's, a, that's also what I always say. I, the first thing I usually ask if I even engage in a comment like that is, would you keep or add, would you keep or remove team press? And I've only had one person ever say, I would also remove team press. And at that point, I'm like, all right, I don't agree with your views, but at least you're consistent. Like, at least you understand that if you don't want second-man press in the game, you also don't want team press, and you also don't want constant pressure. So at the very least, if you're not an, a second-man presser, I demand that you advocate to remove team press. That's Those are my yeah, terms. I
1: agree. the The problem here is, like, it it goes back to the same thing do you want the like we we act like possession or having a dominant team is a bad thing there's always going to be a better team in the game like someone's always going to have the better of the play someone's always going to have more of the ball like why is this a bad thing you know what? why are that's, we
0: that's a phenomenal point because that's actually, I just realized, like I always knew this, but that puts it differently. I don't necessarily want second man press so I can have more possession. I want second man press so if someone does have possession, I'm calm. If someone's holding 70% possession around my box, exactly. the problem is that I, I don't have a tool to defend it. You can hold as much possession as you want. Give me the tools to defend it and I can be patient and defend it. Without there second man press, eventually, you're screwed. Completely screwed because something I didn't mention switching in this game that refers to defending is awful. So I, it's, it's like terrible. I, with second man press, I still have to switch a lot, but it allows me to push people in certain areas, and so B switches are therefore going to be less likely to mess up because people are less crowded. So I can eat, like it's very clear where you're switching to. Yeah. And yeah, finally, I, um, sorry, what were you going to
1: say? I just. No, nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: The last is really just a miscellaneous because it's like offensive AI, defensive AI. What I wrote is that, yeah, offensive AI is better in this game, but I think it's not as good as people make it out to be. It's true that once you got the Mbappes and Neymars, it's like they they do things that others don't. Manual runs are cool. Very cool concept. But in practice, again, we go back to, you know, different players, different skill brackets. At my skill bracket, they, I definitely say I would overuse them even though I've mastered them, I feel like it was a bit of a waste of time and the runs are too slow off of it. And I get, I kind of get it because if they're f- too fast without second round press, how are you going to stop them? But at the same time, don't tell me like that's how I break a defense because it's not player lock feature. Big no, no for me. I don't know. No. Nah.
1: What, that... what, what went through their minds? With them? <laughs> like, that's please like... explain to me what, what, who, like, what were they smoking at the time? Cause I, I need some of that. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I'm
0: so confused. I've seen people. What kills me is that people are trying to learn it, so they'll literally play a log if you're listening. You're like, "What is that feature?" Explain what it is,
1: because I think a lot of people don't even know what it is. Like,
0: basically, you if you press in while you have the ball, if you press in both of your analog sticks, you literally click in. At that point, once you pass off the ball, you still select the guy who you just passed off the ball, and the AI now has the ball. Your AI teammate has the ball, and so you can run around freely. And then ask for the ball back. So if you press then square, he, your teammate will just cross it to you and stuff like that. I think you can even tell your teammate to shoot. <laughs> so if you think you're bad at shooting, just pass to your AI before, like player lock, pass to your AI, tell them to shoot, and they'll do it for you. I wonder if that even works. But the point is that you're essentially playing, it's very similar to playing pro clubs and you're playing with a bunch of friends and none of you is the any. So none of you is controlling the players that are ideally selected by whoever is the enemy. So everyone's like, that's not selected on the team is an AI teammate and he just requests the ball. And it's very weird to see that in 1v1 gameplay. Um, if it's very overpowered with this meta that doesn't have second man press and crossing is OP because at that point you can give off the ball to a teammate on the wing, select someone in the box, run away, call for the cross and you're wide open in the box. <laughs>
1: you, you You wanna know what I wanna do? You know that meme on Twitter where people to the other like to someone saying who asked mm-hmm. i want to make a poster out of that and put that in the office in like ea headquarters like who asked like who 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 needed player <laughs> luck who, who needed who needed contextual dribbling like who <laughs> asked like who asked for this i don't get it man like wanna, why do they make up these things
0: you know which meme i want to make you know have you ever seen that meme where there's people in the office the guy's saying we need an idea and then Three people say something. Like, yeah, they yeah, it, yeah, they throw them out the office. The fourth guy who gets thrown at the office is like the the question is How do we how do we combat possession hoarding? They said this player lock, contextual dribbling, and then the last one, second man press, and they throw them out the window. <laughs> 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 oh, I think that's a good one. There's so many you can make. And then what else did I write for miscellaneous? I just wrote the elastico and just in general, like these scales are so broken but they kind of have to be cuz you can't turn without them. And although I think defensive AI in certain instances does a slightly like better job, some of the times like they just run back still. I don't know, man. The awareness, defensive awareness is
1: oh, insane to me, man. Don't don't the thing is though, the fact this is this is a do you wh- what do you think about the whole pay to win aspect of this year? Because when you said defensive awareness, I thought about midfielders that literally just stand still. Yeah, that's why this. That's why this current like counter meta where everyone just threw balls, everything. Your midfielders would just stop. They'll just stop. Like like defending is not part of their job.
0: And now people will be like, oh, I thought you wanted less AI defending. So what do you say to that?
1: Your whole team splits up in two. And what football (laughs) have you seen your center backs be? 40 meters away from your midfielders like <laughs> what, yeah, what happened to go ahead
0: and that's where segment press comes in because if the segment press was a thing I can move two dudes at once and now I can play with one CDM instead of two CDMs because I can push a CDM a CM back I can run back with a CM bring him back myself hold segment press temporarily and then switch back to the defense like you know there's just there's no options and that's that's what kills me I think that clip that I showed with the second man press shows that as soon as I switch away from the winger, uh, he just starts walking. In what world, all right, on the counter, does everyone in the team stop running except for one person? Why is the offensive player in this game got player lock? He can trigger five runs at once, tell them where to run. He can ping light speed crosses, but the defender can only select one person? What? Not, man it's so
1: i think i think listen i don't need the, the i don't need the cdm to actually sit there uh tracking you down doing whatever but at least track back. Like at least yeah. try and make an effort to to get near the defender. Like the T, te- like hold the team shape. <laughs> and they just stand <laughs> still. They literally just stand still. That's why we played co-op together. You realize how broken, you realize how broken like the AI is when you play co-op. Cause everyone just spams a through ball, through ball, through ball, through ball. Like it's crazy, man. It's, i I love i love co-op but the way the state of the game is now if you play in like division one you'll notice because the meta hasn't formed for most people and most people haven't been playing as long
0: but for sure
1: oh man this is gonna get really bad i can tell you that much
0: i mean weekly league is is just around the corner and it's hilarious that you you say that whole team shape thing because it's so true it makes why do you think we we have to play with two for two striker formations and two CDM formations unless the certain exceptions are like four one two and 2 but the reason that works is because, like, you tell one of the CDMs to, like, draw between defenders. There's certain, like, exceptions, but in general, because they don't hold team shape, a four three three is absolutely redundant because your right-center mid and left-center mid are not good enough offensively, and they don't give you the right runs offensively, and their liabilities defensively. You eliminate so many formations from the game just for that reason alone. Defending with three CMs should be way better than a two CDM formation because you have one CDM who's an anchor point and two guys that you can alternate with a press, but it doesn't work that way because they don't run back. You don't have second man press and it makes no sense. Like having three in the middle should be a huge advantage. That's why like a 4 3 in real life can like destroy a 4-4-2 in the middle because it's always a 2v3, but it doesn't translate that well. So like, how is this a simulation dog? Like just play pro clubs and you'll see this is not a simulation because one pass through a net goal we're all for offensive gameplay and we're all for like uh exciting gameplay not zero zeros but not for the sake of it not because it's forced right it has to have like you have to be the one that makes that happen not because of the uh, of uh, of the shortcomings of the game that's exactly what this game feels like everything and anything that's good that happens in this game at the end of the day comes down to the shortcomings of the game not either not being good enough finished or not giving you the tools to deal with it so just things happen for the sake of it and it's almost like it's almost like giving dude, I don't even know a good analogy for this. And I can usually think of a pretty bad one on the the spot. But like, it's like we went to the year where people couldn't score and now we're just letting them score for the sake of it rather than like
1: it being a good reason. Yeah, I agree. I I think the idea behind, okay, we score more is fine. But like how you go about like achieving that is really important.
0: Yeah, it's the what and the how
1: yeah exactly and the thing is they they've just tried to make a more scoring game just by doing whatever whatever the hell they <laughs> now you just get seven five games and no one sitting there like okay like the only way i can probably defend is just slap out some fifa points and get from Dijk and can like there's no other way apparently
0: yeah so I have a bunch of uh, questions that I prepped here because I want to ask you these and see where it goes. I think I'm going to leave one for not instantly because that opens up the whole 20 versus 21 thing. But mm-hmm. the first thing I want to ask you is um, I saw recently, and you saw too, there was a run the foot market tweet where you know he, he's a very good player, obviously doing well in draft at the start. All of a sudden he goes one and six in draft. And he's like, did they add skill-based matchmaking in drafts, friendlies? What do you think? Is there skill-based matchmaking in draft slash friendlies, or any other explanation for the one in six?
1: So this year, I mean, obviously we're both players of the road to glory, so I can't be asked to play draft with my own coins. <laughs> but um, I asked, I asked like the people that we know, and like. A lot of them seem to well a couple of them seem to say like during certain hours you'll face like really sweaty players or whatever whatever. And I don't really believe in it, but they're convinced that during those periods they have skill-based matchmaking. I said, Well, it doesn't really work that way. Either you have skill-based matchmaking or you don't, because they face people that are really bad as well in their eyes. So I don't think it's a thing. I just think it's a thing. There's not a lot, there's not a lot of Black, bad players, or maybe there's not enough like lower tier players playing draft because they just don't want to like waste their points anymore or coins or whatever, whatever you. Do. So it's usually the better players that play draft, and if if there's lower tier players playing it, there's not as many I think. Because yeah, what's the is, point of going into draft if you know you're gonna first? Especially,
0: round? especially at the start, dude. This is like prime time. Every year, there's more and more sweats that put more and more money in this game. Unfortunately, yes. because they're chasing yes. this this whole competitive thing. And I I did a 12k of draft last year, and it was the worst time of my life because not only is this the concept like so tiring for me, but like at a certain point, like I just don't care anymore, dude. I'd rather just burn the cash into packs, and that's why I didn't put points down this year because I knew I didn't want to play draft, dude. I think it, I don't think there is. I think it's just prime time wanna be pro hour right now and like <laughs> everyone's a sweat there and you, you can't you, you can't you get a couple of like exceptions here and there, but I would not want to be playing draft right now, dude. No chance.
1: I say man. I don't want to play draft, not even because it's sweaty or whatever. I just don't enjoy draft. I don't enjoy playing with any team other than my own or having to play a formation I don't want to play. Dude That's at, at a certain
0: point head. if you're if you're a competitive player you have sixty thousand FIFA points all for draft, you have to understand that at a certain point Little Timmy, you put twelve k. We'll finish those drafts. You know, like yeah, he's not gonna be there forever. So I think uh, that's the thing. If you have if you have like so many, and this is what a lot of competitive players do, so many points in draft, it it is what it is. You're you're setting yourself up to have to beat the best best players. Now it's the start of game now, and as usual, we are among the <laughs> only people. <laughs> who were as critical i've seen a lot of people in fairness um i watched inception's video today where he overall he says he likes the game Uh, but i was very pleased to see that everything negative he said about the game is exactly what we've been saying second man press uh just keepers literally to the t so i'm very happy that at least even if someone enjoys it they'll point out that this really needs to change and so you know I'm happy about
1: that. But in Do you general, know what he enjoyed about this game? I'm actually curious because I didn't see this video.
0: He said it's fun. It's In general, it's fun. And the offensive, the finishing is better, which is what we said. And the offensive AI is better. But he also said um, that second man press, a revised version of second man press should have been made for this game, which is what we've been saying for ages. And I was really happy to hear that. Clicked like on that. Never clicked like faster when I heard that <laughs> on a video. <laughs> and pretty much, he said tactics are OPs. Like, literally everything we said that we don't like about the game, he said. It's just, at a certain point, you know, he, he's just enjoying it, I guess, for now. Okay. Um, That's fine. So, I was happy to hear that. But the difference is that, for us, a lot of these things are game-breaking and we're just negative. So, what are your thoughts on... Why do you you think that being critical is so frowned upon by people who act like they're so offended as if they even make the game? Like, we're not talking about devs being offended. Like, people who don't make the game.
1: I genuinely don't know. And I feel like people take everything so personally as well. The fact that they... I mean, I don't don't mind any... If you like the game, more power to you. I wish I was you at that point. Because I can't enjoy this game right now. But the thing is... This happened last year as well. Last year I, I wish I had like a I could make a video compilation of the amount of tweets I said FIFA twenty is about to be the best FIFA ever made. And I'm seeing the same tweets this year again. And it's like it's like a repeat every single year. To be fair, I've seen some people say uh this year that this, this game is buggy, glitchy, or whatever. But the thing is, the same thing I said last year applies to this year. You've basically just played like little timmy in draft and your your drafts are a bit harder or whatever but like especially this year I feel like I see a lot of pro players saying they like it the skill gap is better but maybe that's because you're playing with your 25 million team against someone that's playing with their 300k team you know how big the difference is like I I could not believe my eyes when I played with Ethan's team in co-op It's like night and day, and I play. I have a pretty decent road to glory, in my own opinion. I don't even have a that bad of a team, but it's it's like it's like you're cheating. It feels like you're cheating. Like (laughs) if you go through with Ronaldo and Mbappe, like defenders just bounce off you.
0: I didn't know what I was
1: seeing. I'm I'm actually mind blown because I every every year I think Pay to Win is the worst it can be, and then the next FIFA comes out. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think at this point, it's inevitable every year will be even more and more pay to win because they're trying to make it worth it. And I'll get back to that later. But you couldn't be more right about the cheating aspect. Oh, my God. Those players are nuts. Not only have I played with Ethan's teams, I'm co-op. I've played against Ethan now that he has his finished team. And I played before he had a finished team. So, all right. Even when he had only just Mbappe and Neymar, playing him was one thing. Now that he's got Hullet and Varane and Van Dijk and Neymar and Mbappe and Ronaldo. No, 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 no. I have never, never played a more pay-to-win game. And it's not even close. Like, we're talking galaxies apart. Um, God bless anyone in the competitive scene doing an RTG. God bless anyone <laughs> doing a, in the competitive scene who didn't spend who spent one cent less than one thousand euros. God bless everyone in the competitive scene who doesn't have Neymar <laughs> and Mbappe because it is not fair and it's an actual disgrace. Uh, how out of touch the whole competitive scene sets this up to allow this sort of thing. But whatever, who cares about competitive? It is what it is at this point. If you're if you're in it. Seriously, and like, just stop. It's not worth it. Um, I mean,
1: that it shows though. I can see why they enjoy the game. Or if I had Neymar, and Mbappe up top too, I could actually like do something that looks like left stick dribbling because I have those players. But like, at while everyone is so struggling and running around me trying to catch me, like it's. But like that doesn't make it fun, you know. Like it's just it's it's not. You don't have to pay. You don't. You shouldn't have to pay two thousand pounds to be able to basically slap around little timmy and get your enjoyment that way i think if you objectively look at the game you'll see a lot of flaws and i think because we play road to glory we see those flaws like way better than other people I think.
0: and th- this reminds me because i made a tweet the other day of how just pay to win it is and obviously it's the start of the game so everyone's in their like up <laughs> whining mood you know Oh, another uh, people tell me, oh, yeah, here we go, Stalin again, just being patronizing on the game. And some guy actually quoted me is like, how are you going to say that division one players don't know that they have a massive advantage? And I'm just sitting there like, I don't know, maybe because I'm a division one player. And I've literally said that, you know, this dude had a massive advantage. And he was like, and I've seen people react being like, no, I would win even with bronze players. I'm like, okay, okay. Like, I've literally seen it. That's how I know. Like, what? Like, people, it, it kills me how sometimes people who aren't as, like, deep into the community as us, which is actually probably a good thing in the grand scheme of things, they then assume that a Division one player, because he's good, will also have the presence of mind to be objective. You'd be surprised how not objective yeah. a lot of these dudes are, man. Absolutely.
1: I, I I'd say though, like Ethan plays with that team, but he he obviously has to if he wants to compete. But he realizes how broken that
0: no, this like, year he, he just, knows, you know.
1: He he's knows. literally just laughing, like how broken it is. Like he's just sitting there, like, this is so bad. This is so bad. So fair in fairness to him, he is very objective when it he comes is, to it. He is, of course. He's yeah, he's one of the homies, but, otherwise, like we wouldn't be able but, to like speak <laughs> to him that. as much. <laughs> The, the, the Wait, the oh yeah, the the whole the whole meta thing. Do you think that um when the meta form, like, when do you think the meta is going to form for for the bigger public? So not just the competitive players, but when when do you think it's going to form for for everyone, so they can see like the the really bad aspects about this game? It's because we're, we're like, yeah. how how long are we in? Like a week.
0: Game, it's a thirteen. Like game the official so like the standard edition.
1: So four, four days. days. How how long do you give this game until everyone's gonna realize? Oh shit! What is this?
0: <laughs> I give it. Um, I give it two two to four weekend leagues. Uh, it it really just two weekend leagues, best case scenario, and I mean, hopefully one weekend is enough. But I feel like a lot of people might skip that one. But two weekend leagues, and then anything else can be accelerated by a tutorial. Uh, it's kind of like being infected, bro. Like you know, one person's infected, he touches one person, then you know it spreads. <laughs> all of a sudden, everyone's doing. One weekend by the twentieth game, this guy's doing driven crosses. The next weekend by the fifteenth and the tenth, and now in the first game, they're all doing it. So I, I think I'd say too. I,
1: I think within within four to six week, the whole the whole, like because i think it's gonna be like fifa 20 and the whole thing is gonna change like the whole public opinion is gonna change because like right now already like in div one we're both in div one like everyone has a better team than us if i had this team this road to glory in another mm-hmm. fifa i would have been so happy and right even right now i'm happy because i have a what like a 500k team or some shit yeah if i had this like after a couple days of playing fifa i would be so satisfied Everyone has a better team than me. Everyone. Yeah, I haven't faced one team that's worth less than mine, and that just goes to show like how people yeah they've either traded like crazy or spent so much so much money. But like, this is what I'm saying. Like, if if in four to five weeks, when everyone knows how to because there's so many people that still don't know how to play the game, they have no idea. They're it's still asking like for. Money. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And now they're asking for, okay, what, what custom tactics should I use? What formation should I use? So they still have no clue. When that gets public knowledge, when that gets to be public knowledge, it's, it's over, man. <laughs> and I think ev- you'll even hear those pros say this game bad.
0: Oh, man, I'm, I really am. For the pros, it's a different timeline altogether because they need to be, like, locked up in a room together and play only each other, and then I think yeah. they might understand Play, play your own. Yeah, play holet v Holit. See what happens. But that's that's actually a perfect segue because I really hope that whenever it does fall apart and people, more people start agreeing. Hey man, if they then, if they don't, more power to them because that means they're enjoying the game. But if they do, I hope that when they do, they agree before there's a first patch so we can avoid another first patch conspiracy. Yeah, and. Yeah. Look, I'm not denying that patches change things. I'm not an idiot. Like, I remember the FIFA 19 patch that murdered... Or no, was it 20? I don't remember. There was a patch in 19 or 20 that murdered finesse shots from outside the box. And that made drop back even more effective. But that doesn't mean that it buffed drop back. Drop back was always a problem. What happens when two scenes... Like, I think that this was 19 as well because people were complaining, oh, now I can't shoot from far anymore. And they patched, like, the no-scopes... I think it happened in both games actually now because I just saw a comment in the chat. But Basically, people are like, oh, you shouldn't have patched long shots. But like at this point, you have a thing in the game that is good against drop back for the sake of it being good against drop back. What happens when two poor individuals who don't play drop back play each other? All of a sudden, you're, you can shoot from 40 yards with a green time no scope finesse because it works in this game and it's broken except you're under no pressure because this guy's not playing drop back. So it's like you shouldn't have things in the game just because they help against something that's broken. You're, yeah. you're kind of ignoring the problem. So like something's going to change, right? And it's going to make drop back better. And people are going to say that's what ruined the game. No, drop back has always been good. Counter attacking counter-attacking will always be the meta in this game. And that's that. And that's what people always like w- blame it.
1: I mean, it takes people play time. I think. I think it's it. The crazy part is that after a couple days of playing, you already have a FIFA fails video that <laughs> that, that has so many crazy clips in it that you you're just mind blowing. You see that. So you're just one person. So imagine like if everyone plays and everyone sees these moments, it's gonna be crazy, dude. There's gonna be
0: so many fifa fails compilations i'm just using it with my own clips episode 2 100% next week guaranteed you know we're already on one a week for fifa fails it'll probably be longer than 5 minutes this time we already got penalty calls that shouldn't be penalty calls we got all anything and everything you can imagine the game the game is um i'm not saying it's it can't be fun i'm just saying it's broken like it's not it, it doesn't feel finished and, you know, with with all, with everything that happened with COVID, like I, I can't blame them. But at the same time, um, you know, it's a triple A 60 pound product. So it is what it is, you know, and we, we there's a certain standard that we we have to meet, like you mentioned earlier. Now, a big issue is the whole pay to win aspect. I wanted to ask you, how would you then differentiate between low level rated and high level rated players in a way that if you do have like Mbappe, you're still dribbling better than Nakajima?
1: No, I think there should be a difference. I don't think it should be night and day, though. I, I don't think I should be able to... Like, say 17, right? We always go back to 17. 17, there was uh, an apparent difference between um, lower-tier players and higher-tier players, but you could still, because the base of the game was good, you could still... um, You would play Div. 1 with bronzes for fun, right? And you could yeah. still do that. So... I mean, obviously, there's still people playing weekend league with bronzes. I, those guys are just cracked out of their minds. But, like, that was FIFA 20, by the way. But, like, that's 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 the whole point I'm trying to make, though, is the whole... To be fair, the game, what? it
0: was bronzes with R9, no? Because you need oh, someone okay, to scoop yeah, then, turn. Then that, in that case, I think there was
1: someone that just did... Like, regardless of that, those are outliers. Yeah. The whole point is, it should it shouldn't be that game breaking that i sit there thinking how am i going to beat this <laughs> <laughs> just because you have those players like if i play those players if i play, uh, play a player with the similar team and i beat them 5-0 right i shouldn't struggle or get beaten by them just because they have a better team than me
0: yeah i think i don't uh, think i don't think it too should much. Be that
1: that apparent i don't think it should be that apparent yeah 100%
0: So if FIFA 21 came out last year, and this year we were now playing FIFA 20, do you think that you'd be more fed up with FIFA?
1: Man, that's a tough question. I don't (laughs) think I could. I don't think I could be more fed up with FIFA now. (laughs) To be honest. Like there's there's just so many like the problem is I just see broken things, you know? Like I can't really enjoy the good aspects because I loved co-op. I love the idea of co-op. I they should they should definitely do more of that and like delve into that whole aspect of playing together because that's that's the fun aspects of this game. But like the the state of the game right now, like the way it is, the way the AI is, the way it's through ball simulated, the way the meta is. I don't even enjoy co-op that much anymore.
0: No, it's terrible. It's
1: That's terrible. what I'm saying. Like, I don't enjoy pro clubs anymore. I don't enjoy, co- enjoy co-op anymore. And if it was just me, I'd be like, okay, maybe I'm just crazy. But it's like everyone we play with has that same, like, mentality, you know? Yeah. and I probably yeah, I don't would know. have
0: enjoyed co-op more just if it was a separate mode with separate skill rating for separate rewards. Because, like i don't understand too. how we're in the same skill rating it's so stupid so many issues. but the meta still
1: worse. still it's still an issue to me in that game mode because yeah it's just through balls like it's you just play one style it's yeah. not you don't do anything else and it's so boring like it you, you just get fed up with it but it is what it is
0: that's gonna be it for episode one anyone youtube wherever uh suggestions for future topics and we'll get to that until next time peace